ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Pop Culture and Pea Brains. One half of the original cast is drinking coffee right now, uh, and he is situating his chair. Welcome to the show. My name is Brett Carson Titular. Did you forget your name? I did. Uh, titular co-host along with... And Dad. That is correct. And this week we're talking about everything cold. Burr. Burr. It is cold. It, baby, it is cold outside. So for anyone that does not live in the, you know, Tennessee, Kentucky, and we're in Tennessee area, it's been a bit of a an ice age here the past couple of days. Hmm. Uh, we had well, typically we don't have a whole lot of snow, but we've had about two or three inches. Yeah, well, we've had more ice than snow. Yeah, we've had a lot of ice. Which so I have friends up in the north, people that live in. New York, Wyoming, Philadelphia, that's not a state, but um, they, they say, like, we get four to five inches regularly, so that that's nothing. Yeah, but they, they're talking about snow, and they, they make fun of us, but they shouldn't because we have to deal with ice, and driving on ice and driving on snow are two different things. Yeah, driving on snow, you still get a level of traction, but yeah. ice... There is none. Yeah, unless unless your tires are designed, or you have chains, or you have chains, you're, you're going to be slipping and sliding all over the place, and that's no good. And if you start sliding, just a just a rule of the rule of the wise here: if you start sliding, don't hit your brakes. And why is that? Because what good will the brakes do in the first place? Yeah, because if because brakes work off of traction, so if you don't have any traction, the brakes won't actually do anything. So it's best if you start sliding to just go along for the ride. Yeah. Uh, because, I mean, if you're going to wreck, trying to take control of the vehicle is not going to help. And if you're driving in snow or, or ice, put it in the lowest gear possible so you can't go too fast. Yeah, put it in the lowest gear possible. Go as slow as possible. You know something that I, I saw earlier today? So I, I use DoorDash occasionally. Mm-hmm. And... When I was unable to drive for six months, I would use it quite frequently just because it was the only way I could get out and get food without inconveniencing one of you guys. No. You can order DoorDash right now. Really? Yeah. It takes, so you know the McDonald's that's on Main Street? Yeah. It will take over like 70 minutes to get here. I don't want a Big Mac that bad. I mean, yeah, that's fair. I just ate lunch, otherwise I'd be tempted. But, uh, yeah, you can order DoorDash. I'm sure you could order Grubhub, Uber Eats, Postmates, any of those things. And technically speaking... You better really tip those drivers. Yeah, you really should tip the drivers. But also, the drivers have the ability to say no. And to, I would. Yeah, to, yeah, yeah. But, like, I guess if they really need the money, tip them well. Mm-hmm. And for anyone that doesn't know, 20%... Or I'll more. tell you what, we'll have a show entirely dedicated toward tipping. We could do tipping, but also like uh, restaurant etiquette. Yes. Uh, because some people are slobs, y'all. Why, why were you referring to me in that? No. Oh. No, not you. Okay. Not you. But like, not to creep into the etiquette episode, but people that go to sit-down restaurants and they... I mean, they treat the wait staff just horrible. I remember one time I worked at a restaurant and this, I, I walked up and I said, hello, how are we doing this this evening? What can I get y'all started with the drink? And they said, we need a minute. And I went, okay. And just walked away. I was like, all right, fine, screw you. 
We're so, talking about freezing weather. Freezing weather. So, what causes freezing weather? Well, I mean, this time of year, the the angle of the Earth is not pointed directly at the sun. That is incorrect. The correct answer was cold miser. Uh, <laughs> Uh, that's a good song, though. Mm-hmm. I'm Mr. Just White Christmas. This. Um, so, it's snowing a lot. We don't get a whole lot of snow. We live in Tennessee, so whenever we now, do get that's snow... that's not always been the case, though. Okay. I, I remember when I was in junior high, there was a time... Now, this is back in the olden days. Okay, There was a time where we missed the whole month of January because of snow. We would have snow... For a few days, we'd be out of school. Then it would start thawing. And by the time it started thawing, it would snow again. And it happened over and over and over until eventually, I mean, I remember it was 19, I want to say it was the mid to late 70s, 76, 77, somewhere around in there. And then we had a white Christmas in the uh, December of 69. I remember that because we had about six inches of snow. And I remember that because my sister was only about a year old at the time. This Christy? Christy. Yeah. That may have been then, Mm -hmm. but now we don't have a whole lot of snow. No. We get maybe one good snow a year, maybe. This is it. Yeah. Uh, um, Okay, so you... You went to school a while back. Yeah. How did you treat snow back in the day? Well, I would prefer to have known if I was going to have a snow day the day before. Okay. You know, so that way I could sleep in or whatever. Um, I mean, not that I wouldn't relish the fact of getting up and all of a sudden getting a call that we were out. I mean, you know, but... Because you used to go back to sleep. Yeah. But it's just me. a lot of times I wouldn't because I was already up and I was excited then to be out of school. So I couldn't go to sleep. Um, I don't know. What, what about you? I I mean, I love snow days. I remember growing up, I would actually feel bad because, so I'd want a snow day. But whenever you get snow, we also get ice. And then I'd watch the news and there'd countless, there there inevitably be countless people that got into wrecks and some people got hurt. Mm-hmm. And I would like in my heart of hearts feel guilty like i had caused it by but, hoping but for snow didn't. but i didn't um even still though I, I felt bad but my favorite thing to do on a snow day is to a sleep in mm-hmm. obviously and i like to watch movies sometimes i don't really watch movies by myself a whole lot i just watched the rise of skywalker a year and a half after it came out and it was all right. I mean, it wasn't my favorite film. I mean, but it's Star Wars, so it's kind of hard to be bad. I mean, that considering the prequels, that's not necessarily true. But, I don't know. There's some snow scenes in, in Star Wars. Pretty good. Anyway, uh, so I play video games also. Uh, I play video games with my friends. So a lot of us live kind of far away from each other. Uh, and and we've ta- I've talked about them briefly on the show before. Cole, Cato. Cole actually does the music for this podcast and the audio amphitheater. Cato. Suggested Dragon Ball and Red Hood, mm. uh, the fan favorite episodes thus far. <laughs> and uh, Casey, Jeremy, a few other guys 
And, you know, with us living far away and the fact that we're all kind of snowed in, except for Jeremy, who lives farther away, um, it, it's nice to be able to just chill in the house and, and hopefully the power does not go out. Because right. that, would, that would be a bummer. Um, I remember one time, uh, me, and the, me and the boys, so uh, growing up, we all lived really close together, like within walking distance. And there was one day that we were out of school and we were in high school and we just kind of walked over to each other's houses and got a bucket and made forts out of the snow. And it was so fun because we, we had like tactical snowball fights using the forts for cover. And it was, I mean, I had not done that since, you know, grade school. So it, it was really fun to kind of relive my childhood. And now I'm 22 and old, so I'm, I'm legally not able to Wait do that anymore. You're old? I am old. What am I? Ancient. <laughs> a fossil. A fossil. Uh, no, and I just, we just got uh, a message that we'll be out of school tomorrow. Yeah, so uh, so we're actually recording this several, day, several days in advance just and because... I, I will say this. I will say this. Oh, don't embarrass me. No, no, no. I'm not going to. Teachers oh, okay. want snow days as much or more than the students. Embarrass you how? I thought... I mean, tell me how, and I will. So we, this is actually our second take on this episode, uh, because we got about ten minutes in. No, we got about seven minutes in, and utterly just beefed it. We ran out of stuff to talk about, uh, so we we stopped because we didn't think enough about what we were gonna do. So we just were gonna improvise, but we we did not come up with enough stuff. So it was just. Several minutes of us. See, I didn't embarrass you. You embarrassed yourself. I know, I know, but still, I think it's funny uh, because we. I mean, it was my turn to come up with something, and with how much snow we've had, I went. We should come. We should talk about snow, and I figured we'd have enough to talk about. Yeah, and, 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 no, not quite. <laughs> nope, not at all. Uh, but so we're going to take a, a quick break from the snow chat. We do have more to talk about, but. So we talked about finances last week, mm-hmm. and there is a concept that kind of thematically goes with what we're talking about this debt week: snowball. the debt snowball. So, mm-hmm. can you give us a brief little synopsis on what the debt uh, snowball is? Well, if you're ever in debt, and I hope none of our listeners are ever in debt, but if you're in debt, go with the debt snowball because what you do is you attack the least amount of debt you've got. For example, let's say you owe $500 on a MasterCard and you owe $900 on a student loan and you owe $1,200 on a car and let's say you have a $2,000 personal loan, whatever, okay? You, you put them in order, smallest to largest. So you would attack with all the money you have. You'd pay the minimums on all these. Then you would attack that $500 MasterCard with a vengeance you hit it with every extra dollar you can find you pay it off once you pay it off you don't have the mastercard bill any longer so now it would go to the next debt and so on so you would be paying more and more on each debt and eventually you would snowball the debt and get out of debt so to make that understandable for all the non-financial geniuses out there um so I'm assuming all of our listeners have played Pokemon at some point. Have you played Pokemon? No, I never have. But I know what Pokemon is. Okay, so in Pokemon, there are 
eight gems typically. Whatever. And the gems are essentially boss fights. All right. Well, you start with the weakest boss fight first. And then you slowly build up to the hardest one. And the point is, I don't know what the point of the Pokemon is, but the point well, to get gym badges. The it's point very of complicated. The snowball is like a diet. If you go on a diet and you don't lose any weight, you're not going to be motivated to stay on the diet. If you go on a diet and lose a couple of pounds, that motivates you to stay with it, stay with what you're doing. Dopamine. You want to give yourself some dopamine so you'll maintain motivation. That's one of the reasons I'm in grad school right now and I started with a very uh, a, an orientation class and now and then I did a foundations course and now I'm into kind of the more meat of the program because you don't want to start with the hardest thing first. So that I mean that that can translate to anything whether it be debt or Pokemon or a diet or grad school or whatever. Um, I mean I'm I'm sure there are people out there that you want some quick wins. Yeah, quick wins to build motivation to to build morale. Now, that's not to say that you utterly ignore, you know, the other ones, the other obligations, because as you said, you do pay the minimums well, on the all rest of, of your debts. Well, yeah, everything. Yeah, you, you you're not not paying them. You're paying everything, but you just attack the little one. Yeah, yeah, attack attack the weakest first. That's mm-hmm. what pop culture and the pea brains teaches yeah. you. Yeah, there you go. If you can fight two people, pick the one that's more vulnerable. Oh, sure, obviously. <laughs> Uh, war tactics with pop culture and the pea brains. Okay, so that's the debt snowball. And now we're going to move on back to snow. So driving on ice, mm-hmm. really difficult. Mm-hmm. What? Almost impossible. Almost impossible. But let's say, I don't know, let's say somebody has an emergency and they need to go out and do something. They they run out of food. They, they run that, out that of medicine. That brings up, hold on, hold on, time out, time out. Hold on. You know, we went to the store the other day. Yep. And, I mean, look, you, y'all people, I, I love y'all dearly. I don't understand. I really don't. When when there's a forecast of snow for a couple of days, it's like the society goes ape and they buy stuff that will last them because they feel like they're going to be pinned in for a month. I don't understand it. I mean, it's it's mob mentality. It's fear mentality. It's the concept of hey, if we're if we're stuck inside for a couple of days, we could be stuck inside for a lot of days, and then we have to we have to we have to do something to acclimate to it. We we have to be prepared. We have to be planning. Um, but I mean, it's not that doesn't justify it. I mean, we went to we went to Walmart or wherever, and we, we got some groceries. We got a couple microwave dinners. We got some. Salads. Uh, salads, but I mean, we we got but it. I got things I wanted for my diet. I didn't go to get staples. Yeah, don't no, no. Why'd you go to Walmart to buy staples? No, no, not staple staples. Staples, food, things oh, like okay. bread and milk. You know, people. Your mom works at a grocery store. Yep. And she said that some people would come in there buying three or four cases of water. Water. You know, the stuff that's frozen outside. If you're that thirsty, go outside and drink some snow. Um, but, yeah, so I, I, I hate I hate the idea that, that people will go and buy eight of everything for the concept of And that does not know, leave anything for anyone else. Exactly. So, like, like, I went to, I guess this might be a bad example because I'm the one that did it, but I went to a grocery store, bought some bananas. We ran out of bananas, and that's one of my favorite fruits. So I, I picked it, I picked up you know a little bundle of bananas, but 
there were no other i mean there was literally two bundles of bananas left and i'm just thinking i'm getting one i'm getting one bundle that's reasonable mm-hmm. if everybody got one bundle that would be reasonable mm-hmm. but i'm sure i'm sure there were people that were like hey we're gonna be stuck inside forever well bananas won't last forever no they'll last a couple days maybe a week depending man bananas get gross they do they do how do you feel about cold bananas like like you take a bite out of a cold banana or you get like a yeah, if they get cold enough they they turn on you they t- <laughs> those shifty bananas they'll turn on you <laughs> they turn they turn I mean, they, they get brown and turn and you don't want to do that no 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 but i'm not talking about like you leave it frigid in the freezer for a year i'm talking about just you chill a banana and you eat it how do you feel about that never done it really no. oh it's really good you should try it you should try it. i'll put a i'll put a banana in the freezer for you later right, yeah watch it turn <laughs> turn on <laughs> you say that and it sounds like a war trader <laughs> yes. um okay so the last thing that we're gonna do is another cold themed topic so we, we one of our first i believe our fourth or sixth episode i think both of those dad did questions that he does in class well i start class a little differently i give an icebreaker a day and i have every student go around and say verbally what their answer is so i am going to ask you a combination of icebreakers okay and i want you to be detailed in your answers and i want you to be honest detailed yeah okay uh okay so what would your name be if it wasn't dad? But not my name. <laughs> what? <laughs> now, what would your name be if it wasn't Greg? Uh, well, uh, you know, Nana Pop, your grandparents, originally wanted to name me Mark. Mark. But there was already a Mark in the family. Okay. So they named me Greg. So, probably Mark. Mark. Okay. Yeah. Did you like the name Mark at yeah, all? No, it didn't bother me. I don't know. I, Marcus is not a bad name, in my opinion. Mark just seems a little, I don't know, a little short. Granted, I have one well, syllable. Well, shorter than Marcus. Yeah, but I don't know. I always like two-syllable names. I got a one-syllable name. Well, but, too. Yeah, but I like two-syllable names. It sounds nice. Like Sarah, Sheila. Casey. Well, I guess I know about technically would be three syllables. Gregory. Man, you just have to one up me every time. Yeah. Is Brett short for anything? No. 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 If it was, what would it be short for? Brister. Okay, gosh, I gotta edit that out because that's the wor- that was my nickname as a kid, and I don't want that out in the okay, internet. Okay, what's the next icebreaker? Along the same vein, what would your superhero name be? Like, if you were a superhero. Like, what would your power be, and what would be your name be? Well, let's see. I would want to, I want to be invisible. Okay. Creepy, but okay. Yeah, but, you know, you ask, I told you. Um, invisibility. <laughs> invisibility. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. You could have picked <laughs> any name. That's pretty good, though. Invi- <laughs> it's something, all right. Mm-hmm. Invisibility, if anybody out there would like to draw, draw invisibility. 
and we will post it on our Instagram. That would be amazing. It's just you in a, I don't know, what what would your costume be? <laughs> your, your alias is just Billy. Yeah. They call me Billy. <laughs> they call me Billy. Invisibility. <laughs> I don't know what my costume would be. I'm invisible. Uh, <laughs> you can see it. Hopefully you're wearing something. If I'm invisible, what difference does it make? It makes a lot to me, just oh, emotionally wow. and morally. Well, if you can't see me, big deal. <laughs> Gross. Okay. So, favorite type of donut? Oh, that's easy. Powders. With confectioner sugar. Who are you? You asked. A powdered donut? The yeah. stuff that gets everywhere. Right. Why? I mean, I would like glazed, too. That's a better answer. But, you know, if you don't like my answers, don't ask the freaking questions. <laughs> but, like, is it the taste or is it the fact that it's an agent of chaos? It gets powdered sugar everywhere. What are you babbling about? I'm it's, just saying. It's, it's obviously the taste, or I wouldn't get one. I mean, <laughs> you just like ruin, like ruining your shirt because you wipe it on your shirt. I don't care. Uh, anyway. Go to the next question. I like maple glazed. Whatever. Do you like you maple glazed? You didn't ask yourself. You asked me. Well, now I'm asking myself. Brett, what's your favorite donut? Well, the, Brett, it's very simple. Maple glazed. Okay. Why? Because it doesn't get everywhere. All right. That's the next question. Okay. Uh, so this one, <laughs> you're not going to really be able to answer, but I'm going to ask you anyway. So you ask a question you know I can't answer. Correct. Well, that's real smart. Go ahead. Uh, there's a video out there comparing these two characters. Boba Fett or Deadpool? Well, I know Boba Fett is from Star Wars. Yeah. Do you know anything about him? Mm, a little bit, but not much. But I, I prefer Boba Fett. What's his occupation? I have no idea, and I don't really care. Well, you said you know something about him. I what do you know about I, him? I just know he was in Star Wars. Okay. All right. Well, Boba Fett is a bounty hunter who works for Jabba the Hutt and Darth Vader and hunting down... Two Jedi. wonderful guys. Uh, yeah, two two just pillars of the community. Stellar. Um, pinnacles. Mm -hmm. And uh, Boba Fett tracks down these people and then kills them or does not kill them and in some cases disintegrates them. Nice. Deadpool. Do you know anything about Deadpool? No. Okay. He is from, you know, he's from Mar Marvel Comics. Mm, wonderful. So he is a parody of Slade Wilson. It's a guy named Wade Wilson. He is the merc with a mouth and he's a mercenary that kind of does something similar to Boba Fett. He works for kind of contractors and he goes out and he hunts people down. So uh, Boba Fett's very serious. Deadpool's a really silly. He's a jokester. So you don't care, do you? Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, last but not least. Well, for now. So you're in medieval times. Okay. What weapon do you fight with? A uh, saber. A saber. Yeah. What are, are we talking about? Like a what? What do you mean a saber? Like a long sword or a, a yeah, a long sword. You know, it's, I don't know if it's called a saber or not. Um, we're talking like a like a two handed sword or a one handed sword or what are we talking? One of those samurais carry. Oh, samurais katanas. Uh, yeah, that, there you go. Okay, so you'd be in uh, feudal Japan. Yeah. Oh, yes. Uh, okay. All right. I would. There, there's this I really like chakrams chakrams oh. are like is that chocolate 
not, it's not, no, it's not chocolate. It's, uh, basically, it's like flat, it's, it's discs with hand, with like hand thing, like you can hold them, but they have like serrated edges. Like you, do you remember Odd Job from, uh, James Bond mm-hmm. guy that throws his hat and there's yeah. like a serrated rim. Yeah. It's like that. It's like two, it's, it's sharp Frisbees that you throw at people and it hurts. That's that's attractive. Oh. It's very effective. Yeah. Um, but so that that's the kind of thing I do with my students. I remember I had one. I I like to be creative in my icebreakers, but I've actually gotten some flack for them. Do you think that they're good or bad? Because like I've gotten I've gotten people say that icebreakers are fun because you know it's a it's a break from the learning and it gets the students engaged in the classroom environment. But at the same time, people have said that it's, you know, not on topic. And it, you know, it takes about five to ten minutes out of an hour and a half class time. And, and some people say that it's not cohesive to a learning environment. Except the flack you've gotten. Yeah, that's the, that's the critique, the criticism I've received. Hmm. I, don't from, know, I don't know if you have an opinion. From fellow teachers or from? From fellow teachers, yeah. The students love it. The students think it's a blast. Well, I would be more inclined to agree with those fellow teachers if the classes were 50 minutes long. Yeah. But the classes are an hour and a half long. Mm-hmm. If you spend five to ten minutes getting the kids to zero in on being a student, I don't have any problem with that. And I, I also like it because it it builds a sort of camaraderie between, between students and teachers. Um, so I, I'm studying right now to get my master's in, in, in teaching. Um, and I'm learning about all these different behavioral philosophies. And there's behaviorist, which focuses on like a give and take relationship between teacher and student. Student gets the right answer. Uh, so are you familiar with like opera? Uh, what is it called? Operant. Operant conditioning, where like a student gets the right answer and you give them a positive reinforcement. That kind of psychological. Yeah. yeah. But let me, let me say this too. Yeah. Um, and I've said this before. You can't really. I mean, no matter what classes you take, it doesn't really prepare you for what you're going to face in the classroom. Right. Um, so I think anything, and nowadays kids, students, need to be entertained to a certain degree because they have too many other stimuli out there to entertain them. Yeah. You know, now, I'm not saying spend the whole block of time entertaining but i think you have to make learning enjoyable so they'll want to do it i agree i agree and and the uh the educational theory that i subscribe to is humanism which is the inherent belief that um all students can learn yeah they all can right and and all and all students are inherently good well well that one may be a little harder to agree with sometimes based well, on how students act. Yeah, but by and large, students are, like you say, good. Uh, and they want to be disciplined. They, and, and they want to learn. They want to, they want to be at school for a reason. If they're going to have to be at school, they might as well learn something while they're there that will advance their future. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I, I just, I personally think that education should be an opportunity rather than a chore you know well i agree i agree but um a lot of it has to do with the the parents too the parents play a big part 
and the success or failure of a student, I, I, I fully believe. I would say it's 50-50. Yeah. Because, I mean, a teacher is essentially a surrogate parent mm-hmm. while the, the kids are at school. And the kids are at school for seven, eight hours a day. And then the parents are the parents for the other, you know, however many hours. And then the kids are asleep. So, I mean, it's a pretty almost even type thing. Obviously, the parents are more responsible uh, for the child than a teacher. But at the same time, it is a teacher's responsibility to look out for the student in their best interests. All this to say, I think icebreakers are a good idea as long as they don't take up too much academic time. Correct. And it's also really good if you can connect it to the lesson. Um, so, I don't know. I I teach the hero's journey in my English classes, which is a, a theory of Joseph Campbell and can be traced to a lot of current things like Star Wars, The Hobbit, uh, Hunger Games, all that kind of stuff. And if you can kind of say what's your favorite like action movie, that action movie probably has some manner of the hero's journey in it, which will make the students more keen to connect it to what they already know, which, by the way, is a constructivist theory of education. I've learned a lot the past week. Mm-hmm. But uh, we are about at time. Um, I think this recording went a little better than our last one. <laughs> well, it wasn't cut short. No, it, we literally got to like 14 minutes and we were like, yeah, we're, we're going to stop. We're going to reevaluate. But um, I'm, I'm glad I'm glad we did. I'm glad this episode is a lot better than the, the previous one. So next week, we will be talking about Nightmare on Elm Street. Part, part one or part, part 40? What? There's a bunch of them. There's, uh, there's like 10. Mm-hmm. There's not 40. Okay, which, which one are we talking the about? The first one. Okay. Uh, it might be on Netflix. It might, I don't know. But we, we're going to need to watch it, and we'll we'll do a little bit of a review. And then the week after that, so we're not going to do, like, strictly movie reviews, but I, I did want us to kind of do a couple, just to kind of see how it goes. Uh, we, we're going to do, I think, Star Wars A New Hope. Because I've not watched it in a couple years, and you haven't watched it in how long? A long time. Like, are we talking over a decade? Yeah. Okay. Then it it's a good film, it's a good flick, it's very good. I've got the original tape, by the way. Oh, I know, I know, but I have the Blu-ray on Disney Plus. So sponsored, not by Disney Plus, but Disney Plus is pretty cool. If you have not watched The Mandalorian, please do so. Anyway, um, anything else to say to the audience? I want to thank Cole Benson, Cole Benson for the music, and Taylor Taylor Menzel for the artwork. Um, how how are you doing just mentally nowadays with us? Mentally? Well, yeah. gonna, well, did I lose my mind earlier and I didn't know it? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm glad I found it. Yeah. But I mean, are you doing okay? I know you're you're getting a little stir-crazy from being inside for a couple of days. No, it's okay. You, just, right. you just watch TV? Yeah. Mm-mm. You <sighs> said I act more spry and healthy than I have in a long time. Yeah, you've lost like 30 pounds. That's yeah. good. Mm-hmm. That's good. Anyway, uh, any any last thoughts? No, just try to stay warm. Try to stay warm. This has been Pop Culture and the Pea Brain starring Brett and Dad Carson. Thank you so much for listening. And remember... Keep it in the crock pot. We like to keep our warmth slow-brained. That didn't work. We like to keep our brains slow-cooked. <laughs> See you next week.